Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, what can we say that Abraham found our ancestor according to the flesh? Indeed, if Abraham was justified on the basis of his works, he has reason to boast. But this was not so in the sight of God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. A worker's wage is credited not as a gift, but as something due. But when one does not work yet believes in the one who justifies the ungodly, his faith is credited as righteousness. So also David declares the blessedness of the person to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord does not record. The word of the Lord. I turn to you, Lord, in time of trouble, and you will fill me with the joy of salvation. Blessed is he whose fault is taken away, whose sin is covered. Blessed the man to whom the Lord imputes not guilt, and whose spirit there is no guile. Then I acknowledge my sin to you, my guilt I covered not. I said I confess my faults to the Lord, and you took away the guilt of my sin. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you just. Exult, all you upright of heart. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. At that time, so many people were crowding together that they were trampling one under foot. Jesus began to speak first to his disciples. Beware of the leaven, that is the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. There is nothing concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the darkness will be heard in the light. And what you have whispered behind closed doors will be proclaimed on the housetops. I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but after that can do no more. I shall show you whom to fear. Be afraid of the one who, after killing, has the power to cast into Gehenna. Yes, I tell you, be afraid of that one. Are not five sparrows sold for two small coins? Yet not one of them has escaped the notice of God. Even the hairs of your head have all been counted. Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. The Gospel of the Lord. If you look at a map of Israel, you will notice a mountain range on the western shore facing the Mediterranean Sea. The range slopes down to the southeast toward the plains in Galilee, toward the town of Nazareth. The mountain range is called Mount Carmel. It figures greatly in the Old Testament. The prophet Elijah lived in a cave there and perhaps conducted a school. It was on Mount Carmel that Elijah dramatically defeated 450 pagan priests in a sacrifice contest and then killed them all. In the late 12th century, a group of Catholic men from Europe started a religious order at the site of Elijah's cave, way up high on the cliff overlooking the Mediterranean. They built a monastery dedicated to the Virgin Mary under the title Star of the Sea. The religious order titled itself The Order of the Brothers of the Blessed Virgin Mary of Mount Carmel. 
Their charism was prayer and contemplation, and they became known as the Carmelites. In 1291, all the hermits on Mount Carmel were massacred by Muslims. However, the Carmelite communities that had begun in Europe, both men and women orders, grew and thrived. But things that become successful usually run into trouble at one point or another. They stagnate, become corrupted, and need reform. That brings us to our saint today, St. Teresa of Avila, Spain. Born in 1515, Teresa grew into a charming and beautiful young woman who loved the things of the world, so much so that her concerned father put her in a convent. The 15-year-old Teresa took to it and grew attracted to a cloistered life of contemplation and entered the Carmelite convent in Avila. She wasn't there very long when she started having heavenly visions She saw angels, and during contemplation, she even levitated. A famous sculpture of Teresa is above an altar in a church in Rome. Look up St. Teresa in ecstasy, and you you will find the image. It features an angel stabbing Teresa with a golden arrow. Teresa wrote that the iron point had a little flame, and when the angel drew the arrow out, she was left on fire with a great love for God. Quote, the pain was so great that it made me moan, and yet so surpassing was the sweetness of this excessive pain that I could not wish to be rid of it. We now live in a world that regards suffering as the greatest of evils, but that cannot be true. Because Christ, God himself, suffered in the most horrific of ways. He he turned suffering into a good thing. How could it be otherwise? For Christ's suffering is what gets us to heaven. Teresa of Avila's desire was to die in order to be united to Christ or to suffer on earth for his love. Quote, Lord, either to die or to suffer, I beg no other thing for myself. Now, did that make Teresa some kind of crazy pain enthusiast? No. It made her configured to Christ. It made her a great saint and a doctor of the church. Teresa did, in fact, suffer greatly. You see, while she was writing down what the church calls her heavenly doctrine, detailing her rapturous visions of the heavens, She was down here in the trenches going through the hell of reforming derelict convents and monasteries. Now understand, people in need of reform generally don't pray that someone shows up and reforms them of their corrupted ways. On the contrary, they fight tooth and nail against it. Against the odds, Teresa succeeded, however, with a wonderful reform of the Carmelites. St. Teresa of Avila died in 1582 at the age of 67. It's interesting about the angel stabbing Teresa in the heart. Teresa's autopsy revealed a large deep scar on her heart. You see, she was configured to Christ, whose heart was stabbed as he hung dead on the cross. He suffered and died And we call it good, Good Friday, because his suffering is what gets us to heaven.